0: Hello, John Marshall. Welcome to a brand new podcast by the Podcast Club. So are you ready? Let's taco about remote learning!
1: Welcome to episode two of John Marshall's Podcast Club, Let's Taco About It. This episode is something that every child across the world can relate to, remote learning. These students came up with creative segments that include interviews with their favorite teachers and friends, debates, and so much more. Stay tuned so you can make endless connections with kids from your school.
2: Hey, John Marshall. My name is Dia and I am from Ms. Lyon's fifth grade homeroom. I will be answering a question that a lot of you might have. What is remote learning? Remote learning means to learn digitally on a device while distanced from your teacher and classmates. One day in March of 2020, schools ran as they always did. Then suddenly, they closed down due to COVID and everyone was sitting in their homes staring at a computer screen. This was the beginning of remote learning for all kids around the country. Now, that was a harsh change. To be exact, we had no clue how much our lives would dramatically change, nor how to handle remote learning. We weren't used to being at home for a class meeting and having to stare at the computer for long periods of time. Then in October to December 2020, our school started hybrid learning. Hybrid means combining two things together. In this case, we mixed in person and online instruction. Less than 25% of students returned to school while the rest remained remote. On March 1st, our school has once again reopened school for hybrid learning. Luckily, our phenomenal teachers have worked hard to teach classes that are in-person and remote at the same time. This is a huge job for them and a lot to juggle. They are truly amazing. I like remote learning. What is your opinion?
3: Hello everyone, today we are going to talk about remote learning versus physical learning and today I have my friend Sanjid with me. Hello at thank you for inviting me to your podcast and I have to say remote learning is better than physical learning and it is because people can be safe and protected. But Sanjid, do kids really want remote learning because they are bored and they feel like they are trapped in their own homes, right guys? Don't exaggerate too much, I know they will feel claustrophobic if me that feeling squeezed in a tight space, and they will have to stay home for their own safety and protection against coronavirus. Kids need to have physical strength or they might get weak and lazy. Well, they might not feel lazy, but they will feel weak. Remote learning was created for the safety of all those kids and parents, teachers, even though they are bored. But the kids still need to approve remote learning? Parents are also worried about the children because their kids are getting really frustrated sometimes, and that might be bad. I know kids get frustrated, but it is for their own safety. But it is also not up to the kids to approve, but the grown-ups, because they are keeping their lives safe for their children. But the kids will still have six feet apart tables, right? So they will be safe. All the kids can't fit in the classroom if the tables are six feet apart because the teachers won't have space. I guess you are right. Even though kids don't like remote learning, they still need to appreciate the life of remote learning. Good, then. I think we should thank officials that chose remote learning because we are still learning and not sitting sitting on our desk and doing nothing. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and here's a joke. What did the remote say to the remote learning? Hmm. Let's think. I think it said, "We both are remote because we're both at home." Ha ha ha! Thank you for watching my podcast, and bye bye.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua from Ms. Roger's homeroom in fifth grade. As we all know by now, the COVID-19 epidemic has changed education in a billion ways. We all struggle to keep up with our work and do our tasks during remote learning. So on this segment of Let's Talk About Remote Learning, let's discuss how remote learning impacts kids positively. First of all, Even though it's hard to focus during remote learning, we are really lucky to have all the materials we need right in our house. We don't have to not worry about not remembering to get something. We can just go and grab it. We also can adjust the way we are working in any way we want. You can change spots to quieter areas and we can set our computer on somewhere other than the desk so we can have all the space that we need. However, in school, we have a small desk we need to do our work and set the computer on. Another big thing is that at home, you don't have to use the school laptops. Many people might complain about their slowness, but now you can use any computer you want at home. Finally, studying at home helps create independence for kids about learning. Your teacher can't teach you everything, so it helps to step up and work out what you struggle at home so you can independently learn. In school, though, there will be extracurricular classes once you're out of school, and not many people have the time to study. This is my segment of remote learning. Thank you.
5: Hello, everyone. My name is Diyashini Arun Chander from Ms. Jones and Ms. Griffin's homeroom in fifth grade, and today I'm going to tell you the cons or the downsides of remote learning. During these virtual lessons, we face many technical glitches. For example, when the teacher is speaking about something important or if she is introducing a new project to the class, that time the meeting might be very laggy or it can kick you out. Other times, the camera or microphone might not work. I know that I have experienced that many times during remote learning We also can't meet our old teachers in the hallways like we used to. And because of this pandemic, we miss out on field trips and class parties. So have these problems occurred to you? Oh, and did you also know that your eyes can be harmed since you watched the screen for about six hours? Bye!
0: Hello, John Marshall. I'm Nishant Wason from Ms. Brownlee's home room. Today, I'm going to talk about some tips to stay cool during remote learning with my friend Lakshan Gupta. That was a nice introduction, Nishant. So, what are we waiting for? Let's initiate. Many children are struggling with remote learning. Some of them are stressed because it is hard to do so. There have been a lot of issues since the epidemic started and online learning is a lot different than in-person. Here are some abhorrent tips to stay cool. So first of all, you should stay calm and work out your problems peacefully. You should never freak out and try to focus. There are some overwhelming exercises and dances on Gooodle that you can always try out after your school hours. You can meditate and do yoga. That will keep you unstressed and that will make you feel better. You can also listen to soft music and relax. Nishant, what is your opinion about the same? I totally agree with you. You can also go for a walk with your pet and with your family when you are bored. Also, you can grab your favorite drink and chill out. When you're fatty, you can take your break and watch TV. You can also do your favorite hobby like playing instruments or painting. The one last thing that I think is playing your video games and chatting with your friends. You're absolutely right. We all can try out these enthralling things whenever we feel stressed or when everything seems trudging. And everyone, that's it from our side. It is a very informative segment. Bye. Bye.
6: Stay Bye. home. Hi, John Marshall. My name is Carmella, and I am in Miss Brownlee's homeroom. Today, I will be telling you how breakout rooms are effective with my friend, Kaylin. Hi, John Marshall. So, Kaylin, how are breakout rooms effective? Well, breakout rooms are effective because it will help you talk with other people you don't know and make friends. You are right! Another way breakout rooms are effective is that we get to participate more in little groups rather than in the main group. Yup, some people are really shy in big groups and in breakout rooms it helps them socialize. I just talked with Miss Brownlee, and she said she likes how breakout rooms helps us talk more academic-wise. Another way breakout rooms are effective is that sometimes if you have a question, you can just unmute and ask because you're in a small group. But when you're in the main call, you have to wait a bit because the teacher is busy. Hmm, I think that's all the ways breakout rooms can be effective. I don't know. Maybe there's more ways breakout rooms can be effective. Well, this is all I can think of. Oh, wait, I think I found another one. Oh, really? What is it? Never mind. I was thinking of something else. Oh, okay. Thank you for listening to our
7: podcast. Bye!
8: Hello, John Marshall. Welcome to my segment of Let's Talk About It. My name is Ishita, and I'm here today with... Aishwarya, the focused class. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Ashwarya on the feel about the difficulties and distractions of online learning. So, Ashwarya, what about online learning affects you? To me, I feel like it isn't anything that I expected. Instead of smooth learning, there are so many internet issues and people constantly typing the chat. It makes it so distracting for students and teachers. You have a really strong point there. Although there are some pros in online learning, cons exist too. Do you think virtual or in-person school is better?
6: I believe that in-person school
8: is way better. It allows the students to communicate more, have less screen time, and less disturbances. I agree. Even though teachers are trying to make online learning fun, in which they succeed, it's still not the same as normal school. What are some other distractions that you experience in virtual learning? Some distractions that are the commercials popping up. There are commercials for other products that have nothing to do with school. They distract us from doing our schoolwork, especially in YouTube. That's really true. Even though some of them are a bit funny, most of the time they're super annoying. Anyways, that's a wrap. Thank you, Aishwarya, for all your time and patience. And thank you all for listening to our segment about virtual learning. My name is Ashwaria from Mrs. Jones and Mrs. Griffin's homeroom. And for this segment, I will be asking questions about online learning to my teacher, Mrs. Jones. So, Mrs. Jones, how did you feel and thought when you heard school was going to go online?
9: Hi, Ashwaria. When I first heard that we would be starting school online, I was nervous. I was unsure of how it was going to work, but at the same time knew that we were in a pandemic and that staying safe should be our number one priority for students and teachers.
8: Wow, that is really cool. Well, now let's get on to the next question, which is, what are the challenges of online learning?
9: As a teacher, I wanted to make sure that our students felt comfortable learning behind a screen. And I wanted to make sure that I was able to do everything online that I would have been doing if we were in the classroom together. I wanted to make sure that our class still felt like a family and that we really got to know one another. All of these things have been a real challenge, but with the help of my team teachers, Mrs. Griffin, Mrs. Jazz, and Mrs. Joseph, and also our amazing group of students, things seem to be going well.
8: Yes, I agree with you, Mrs. Jones. Oh, well, now this is gonna be the last question, which is, would you prefer online learning or in-person learning and why?
9: I would always prefer in-person learning, Ashwarya. There's nothing like being in a classroom full of students interacting with each other. However, right now, online learning is our best option due to the pandemic when we can't all be together.
8: Oh, that is a good one. Even I would pick that.
9: Well, time's running out. Thank you for being here, Mrs. Jones. Thanks for having me, Aishwarya.
6: Today, I'm going to be talking about how remote learning is affecting the younger ones. I will be interviewing
5: my little brother, a first grader. This segment is hosted by Suhana and Gisha. That was a great intro, Suhana. Personally, though, I think remote learning is a lot harder than normal learning. You might ask, well, ever since we started online learning, it has been lagging a lot. Thanks. Still, though, I have a question for you. Is your work paperwork or is it online? It is paperwork, and I'm happy it is paperwork, or otherwise everything seriously takes a very long time to learn.
6: Well, soon I hope all this remote learning stops and we can go back to in-person learning. Anyways, have a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to our podcast on remote learning.
7: Bye. Bye! Of the Abed and I'm from Ms. Jones and Ms. Griffin's homeroom. Today, I'll be talking about the most popular brain breaks in remote learning. In third grade, many students like Go Noodle. Go Noodle has many fun videos you can watch and dance to, like Moose Tube, Zumba, Kids and more. Dance parties are also plenty of fun, and third graders love them just as much as Go Noodle. Finally, third graders also love workouts. Next up, we have 4th grade. The most popular brain break in 4th grade is Noodle. 4th graders also love flow. They love quiet time just as much as Go Noodle and the flow. Finally, we have 5th graders. They mostly like chat and discuss. Dance parties are also just as fun. They love dancing to their favorite songs. We have a tie between quiet time and yoga because they both help yourself calm down. For third and fourth grade, the most popular is Go Noodle. But for fifth grade, chat and discuss is the most popular. Thank you! Hi everyone, welcome to School
6: Club. I am Susie. Get ready to have some
8: fun. Hi, I am Sean and welcome to this segment of the top three games in remote learning. What are your favorite games you play in your class, well, oh, my favorite game is Kahoot. In this game, you get a quiz in timed questions. If you get the answers correct, then you get points. In the end, you have ranks between all the players. Wow, that sounds so cool. Maybe you'd have to play it sometime. Well, my favorite game I'm to, to
6: play remote Learning is quizzes. It's a game where you answer questions and get points. You can do this live or individually. Also, you can get follow-ups after
8: an amount of questions. Hey, I remember playing that last year. It was really fun. Another game I like to play is Gimkit. It's a game where class can answer questions based on a topic. And the teachers give us the topic, and it's to learn about it. Wow, I think i played that before. Well, games are fun everywhere, and in this
6: situation, having a little fun is not needed. Well, these are our favorite things. What is your favorite thing in remote learning? Our song remote learning.
1: Bye. Well, John Marshall, that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed our podcast, episode number two of season number two of Let's Taco About It. Next episode, we are so excited to announce we will be interviewing 22 teachers at John Marshall Elementary School. Yeah, you heard it right. 22. Pretty amazing, right? Well, we hope you tune in and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful day.